0: there is a minhag that they read Megillat Kohelet. Megillat Kohelet is one of the five Megillot in Tanakh. Megillat Esther, Megillat Rut, Megillat Shira Shirim, Megillat Echa, Megillat Kohelet. Kohelet Kohelet is written by Shilomo HaMelech. There is a custom primarily amongst Ashkenazim, some Sephardim, not by us, they read on Sukkot Megillat Kohelet. Different reasons are brought down why Megillat Kohelet should be read on Sukkot. The Mishnah Berurah brings that since the time of Sukkot is an extra time of Simha, people are extra happy on Sukkot. So sometimes extra happiness can bring a person to... Do things that are not so appropriate. And Megilat Kohelet is basically the subject of Kohelet is the Vrei Musar. Words of Musar that talk about, we'll see, about the little value there is in the physical world. So Therefore, during a the time of great simha, there's great danger. The person has to be careful that when he's very, very happy, not to allow his happiness to lead him off the wrong path in life every path can be the wrong path which means a person who is very unhappy could be a time where he wakes up and starts changing his life or a person can be unhappy and be so depressed that he just basically gives up and falls out and gets even worse A person can be very happy. That happiness could lead him to be extra beautiful, energetic, accomplished. He's he's happy. He has a lot to do. Or his happiness could lead him to lose his mind and do things that are completely not appropriate. So every situation in life is a situation that can bring a person to great or terrible. Now, Since, says the Mishnah Virat, since Sukkot is a time of extra happiness, so they put koelet to to make sure the happiness is focused in the right way. That it shouldn't be used in the wrong way. You hear that? Make sure you use your happiness in life in the right way. Some say the opposite. (coughs) Some say because... Sukkot is a time of great happiness so if you want to really achieve great happiness in life you have to view the nonsense of the world you have to be able to see the world the physical world as not too important the more value you attach to the physical world the more the the world will lead you to a place of unhappiness the less value you attach to the physical world, the more simha you could bring out of your neshama. The location of simha is in the person's soul. So the more he attaches importance to the physical world, the physical world is very frustrating. One day you're up, one day you're down. The pleasures are not always available to you. The pleasures expire. Things in this world are not, Always what you want them to be and they don't last. The spiritual world has something that is everlasting. So therefore a person who gives too much value to the physical world is not gonna be able to elevate his happiness on Sukkot. So in order to make Sukkot the extra happy day that it needs to be, so Kohelet learned the Musar of Kohelet. So you could understand what's important and what's not important. Follow? So two opposite explanations. One, I mean, they work hand in hand. One is saying that since a person is happy, it may get out of hand. So we need to direct his happiness in the right place. The other one is saying in order to bring out the most happiness, we have to direct them in the right place. That is why some communities have the custom of reading Kohelet. Like I said, Sefaradim by us, we don't have this custom. But at least it gives us an opportunity to learn the words of Shilomo Amelech. The opening of Kohelet begins like this. Devre Kohelet ben David Melech Birushalayim. So it's interesting, who is Kohelet? Who is Kohelet? Shilomo. His name is Shilomo Amelech. Why they call himself here Kohelet? Here he doesn't call himself Shlomo. He says, Devrehe Kohelet Ben David Melech Birushalayim Interesting by the way that when he said he, wrote, he also wrote Shira Shirim. How does Shira Shirim start? Shira Shirim Asher Lishlomo. When he comes to sing a song he only says his name. doesn't say he's Ben David he doesn't say he's the king, just says. But when it comes to Mishle, Mishle, he wrote, Islam. Mishle, <coughs> Bet Ben David, Melech Israel. When it came to Kohelet, he wrote, Debre Kohelet, Ben David, Melech Yerushalayim. So, why, when he wrote Mishle, when he wrote Kohelet, he tells us, his lineage and his occupation. And when it comes to Shira Shirim, he just says, Lishlomo. Important question. So he says, to the end, the answer to this question. So the truth is, there's a very fundamental, important reason that has a lot of chokhmah that's needed for us. The words of Kohelet and the words of Mishleh, Mishleh is words of chokhmah, wisdom. Kohelet is also wisdom, but more like Musan. Strong musar. That's why it says Divre. Divre Kohelet. By Mishle. It says Mishle. The, the parables here. The word Divre. Right? Like like it says by Moshe Rabbeinu. In the beginning of Sefer Devarim. The whole book is called Devarim. Ele Devarim. How did Moshe Rabbeinu open up Sefer Devarim? With rebuke. So when you speak words of re- rebuke, it's called divret. So divret, when you he gave here, he gave rebuke. Over there, he gave wisdom. When you hear words of rebuke or wisdom, you need to know who is the person that is giving you the rebuke. You can't just listen to wisdom from anybody who sounds like they're intelligent. People very often, they get excited when they hear words from uh, anyone, as long as the I mean they judge the words by the words. They don't look at the person. They hear something. If they like it, if it connects to them, they say, "Ah, I like that." Yeah, yeah. Let's let's buy the book. People buy, people today write books, not just books of stories or novels. There's a lot of Go to the store there's books on uh, on life advice self-help books all different types of books on how to be a happy person how to be happily married how to raise a child there are many 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 books today in the stores about life wisdom and people when they open a book and by the way the books are written that way the authors are not uh, they're, they're smart They'll write things in the book that when a person reads it, it's attractive. I mean, at the end of the day, most of these books, the goal is strictly to make money. So they need the reader to open the book and to get excited about the words that they say. Now, you don't know the author. You don't know who his father is, who his grandfather is. You know nothing about his life. You know nothing about him. But we don't measure wisdom Unfortunately, we're not used to this. We measure wisdom with the wisdom. Meaning, if we like what the person says, if it checks out in my brain, I like it, oh wow, that makes sense. I hear that. Wow, beauty, look at that. I didn't know that. Right? All of a sudden, you get excited and you read more. And now you start recommending it to your friend to read it. And all of a sudden it becomes a bestseller. What is the qualification of the wisdom in there? The qualification is the wisdom itself. But you have to know that wisdom cannot be its own haskama. Haskama means that you have somebody who is vouching for you, not for your words. They're vouching first and foremost for you who are you that you should be able to give over wisdom so they have to give you first haskama. i know this man he is so and so it doesn't help to put your uh, 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 rabbanut uh, certificate there are people there are people that they go they study books they open up the books and after a couple of years, they go take the test. They have a Rabbanud test. They take the test and they pass. And now they're called? The Rabbi. Rabbi. You can't put that in front of your book. It's not going to help. You know why? You know why? How come you can't use your Rabbanud certificate as the haskama for your book? How come? Huh? Because what, you, because what you know doesn't vouch for who you are. So meaning, what, what does this certificate say? That you know what does that say, What does that say about you? Nothing. It just means that you know books. The book also knows information. You need somebody to vouch for you. And that is why taking a test doesn't show you're anybody. What shows you somebody is that you have a rabbi or somebody who himself is respected that he will say about you that he knows you and he knows that you are someone who is God-fearing or capable of sharing information. Very important. Today we live in an age where everything is automated. There is a testing process. There is a I'm not saying testing is worthless. But at the end of the day, the only way you can know if somebody is reliable for you to listen to them is that somebody who is, who was given a haskamah before by somebody else, right? You got a haskama from this person. Well, that person who says he's, who says he gave haskama. Well, somebody gave him a haskamah way before. We have a system all the way back to Moshe Rabbeinu we have a system of how people are given the ability or given the merit, the zakhut, to be able to speak wisdom. When it comes to wisdom, you have to have a haskama. One of the important lessons in life is you're not allowed to listen to wisdom unless you know where it's coming from. Because wisdom could be very appealing But could be very wrong. Just because it sounds right. And just because it makes sense in your mind. It doesn't mean that it's real and it will go with the test of time. You see sometimes wisdom can help in the short term. You'll go for a year. You go for two years. But there's a long term effect that you weren't aware of. That you missed out. You never know, from the wisdom that you learn, if it's A, real, if it's long-lasting, and that it has no side, side, side effects. Sometimes you do one. You do for example, a person tells you, handle your mother this way, so you could do it 100% right, <laughs> but then you might be hurting your relationship with your partner not 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 everything that helps in one place is going to end up helping you everywhere so you have to know wisdom can only be listened to from someone who is stamped as someone who can give over that wisdom even if they sound right and good are not necessarily a testimony on themselves wisdom can be its own testimony it's got to come from a source that is that is reliable. Because wisdom could be misleading. So if you want to be solid, you have to know the source. That's why in the books of Kohelet and Mishle, that's giving chokhmah, he doesn't just open up, oh, here I am, Shilomo Amelech, coming to talk to you. Oh, Shilomo. Here he says, I am Kohelet. Interesting, by the way, Kohelet, why he changed his name in this book to Kohelet. His name is Shalomo. But here it's, he seems to be giving, naming himself, like a kind of a nickname. Why? What's Kohelet? What does the word Kohelet mean? Kohelet comes from the word Kahal. What's Kahal mean? Congregation. Congregation. What does Kohelet, what does Shlomo have to do with congregation? So Rashi Alava Shalom says, <laughs> Mishum Shekihel, he congregated the asaf and he gathered Harbeh He was a man who gathered wisdom. Which means that Shlomo Melech <laughs> didn't expect you to open his book and read it and take his advice until he told you, hey, you know what I do in my life? You know, most people in life, they gather possessions. When you think of people, what do they gather all day long? Possessions. Possessions. They're gathering property, they're gathering money, they're gathering more, more pleasures. People are, everybody really is kohelet, if you think about it. Everybody in life is gathering Question is, what are you gathering? So says Shilomo HaMelech, I am named Kohelet because in my life, what do I gather? I gather wisdom. Gathering wisdom, by the way, is different than learning wisdom. Anyone know the difference between, he didn't say, I am a person, he didn't call himself devre Lomed. Why does he call himself devre Kohelet? why did he call himself i'm the guy who gathers wisdom wouldn't it be better to say i'm the one who learns wisdom we come here every morning right we learn wisdom we say oh i went to class today i learned wisdom but he's not he's not proud of that no what's kohelet calls me practice calls me practice kohelet means he gathers we come here every day and we learn but learning doesn't make you a person of quality. What makes you a person is when you gather the wisdom. You see, most people, they learn. They walk out. They start to lose what they learned. By the end of the day, it's gone. Certainly, after a few days, it's over. Because they're not in the business of gathering They're in the business of learning. Learning and gathering is two different approaches to wisdom. Learning wisdom is nice, it's enjoyable, and sometimes things stick. But it's not going to give you really a haskama that you are a person of wisdom. Kohelet means your interest is to gather. How do you gather? Gather is, you have to make sure, that's what we have in Torah, we call the most important thing in learning is Hazara. You review it. You, rev- you got to review it. Which means you learn something. If you don't review it, so you learned it, but you didn't gather it. You didn't hold on to it. It's gone. Imagine every day you make money, by the end of the day it's gone. Good. Right? You You earned it, but you didn't keep it. It's possible to earn wisdom in life, but it's not gathered, it's not had killed, You you, you, you lose it. The way to, the approach of a learner and the approach of a gatherer is extremely different. By the way, if you sit in the class and you're a Lomed, you look different than the guy who's a Kohelet. The guy who is learning sits back. He sits back. He listens. The guy who is gathering, he has a different kind of attitude. He's much more focused. Why? Because he needs to hold on to it. You know, used to be, I don't know if you know this. Oh, you do know this. Used to be there was only a Torah Shabal Pe. All these books on the shelves were not printed and not allowed to be printed. The Torah learning could not have taken place with books. The only thing written was Tanakh. Nothing else. You're not allowed to write the Torah. The oral Torah needs to be studied. Without books, that means if you would walk into a Bet Midrash... 2,000 years ago, 2,500 years ago, you wouldn't see books. Because today, the whole Beit Midrash is books. But in those days, there were no books. You would sit around and you would see Talmudir HaKhamim learning and they'd be fighting and they'd be giving over this argument, that argument. There's no pens, no papers, no books. Can you imagine? That's the way people used to learn. Hashem gave the oral Torah. That it should be learned without it. Now how to write it. In history at some point they had to write it. Because they went into exile. And there were no central authorities. People were getting lost. So they wrote it down. But that, that was a very heavy price. We paid a very heavy price. That today the Gemarot are written down. We paid a very heavy price. What's the heavy price? Imagine the student who is studying knowing he has no recorder to listen to again. He has no notes to go back to refer to. He has no book to read again. So what's happening when the rabbi is giving the shiur? What's happening? The The guy is giving all of his energy to listen to every word because he's not going to get it back. Today, there's no worry. Guy goes to class. What's the problem? There's a recorder. There's a second recorder. There are books. There are notes. It's all kinds of things. A person doesn't feel the urgency of giving all of his energy to what he's listening to because i'm talking by the way i'm talking about the guy who's interested in gathering i'm talking about the guy who wants to remember who wants to know but he has so many avenues of getting the information that he is listening at 10 percent i told you one. i told you the story i don't know if it's a true story but they have it on video so they show, there's an Israel, big yeshiva. Rosh Hashiva gets up to give a shiur. Maybe hundreds of students. So you see all the students rushing to the front. Each one puts his recorder. They have their own recorders. They put, you see in front of the Rosh Shiva, there's maybe 250 recorders. Right? And the Rosh start starts talking. And he's giving a shiur. You look at the Beit Midrash, they're all sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) But that's a time. This is a sign of our times. Everything is recording. And because of that, you don't have to listen. So when they wrote down the Torah, we paid a very heavy price. Because people didn't invest in their learning the way they used to invest. Because then... There was no other way to get it. You had to take it and remind yourself when you left the Shi'ur, you had to go and review it quickly. You had to make Simanim for yourself. How are you going to remember what you learned? There's there's nothing else. That was real learning because you were able to really take everything and remember it. That's called hakel. That's called gathering. Unfortunately, in our time, we can basically call ourselves, maybe we're learners, maybe. But gathering, we don't even think about that. Forget that we don't do it, we don't think about it. We, we are satisfied walking out saying, I learned something today. And then hopefully I'll be able to repeat something. But do we grab it and keep it and gather? Gather means, took something today, tomorrow, you have more. Next day you have more, you have more, you have more, you have more. You have more. You're gathering, hakel, hakel means, says Shilomo HaMelech, number one, the reason why I am reliable is that I spent my life not learning. I spent my life gathering. I spent my life reviewing. I spent my life taking the information and building and building and building. It's something we really should work on. One of the tools is that you demand of yourself. Imagine every day you walked out. You took a walk for five minutes. And in those five minutes, you went over everything that you learned the last half hour or the last 45 minutes. It's very doable. In order to do that, you have to listen good. And when you leave, you go over it. And if you're even smarter than that, you make simanim. That's already next level. I don't think they gonna do that. They used to make so- Yeah, they make signs. They the the On the Gemara, the- sometimes they'll see. Oh, they made this siman. Why? Because they did it by alpes. So the way they remembered it is they would make a word, and that word would, each letter would represent a different conversation. Writing helps you understand better. Yes. Yeah, but-, was- but I'm saying sometimes writing becomes a reason not to understand. Because you write it and you leave it. So that's writing it. is good if it's used as a tool. So that's a, that's a, that's a very important piece of information today that we learned. There's a difference between learning information, whether you're learning Musar, you're learning Gemara, you're learning Alaha. There's a difference between a guy who learns or a guy who gathers. Our goal should be to be a guy who gathers. That every day you add and you add and you add and you add. That brings ukmah to a person. So says Shalom Melech, he named himself Kohelet. You know why I'm reliable? Number one, I didn't just learn Torah in my life, I didn't just take tests. I am Kohelet. I am a person who gathers, I build. I add, I add. Now I learn one thing. Next day I forget it. I learn something else. I forget it. No, no, no. I keep gathering. That is the introduction of Kohelet. The next thing I'll just finish is Ben David. Ben David is. What is that trying to say? I'm the son of David, which means means I have tradition. I don't, I don't, I don't come on my own to talk to you and just say what I think, I come from Ben David, and David came from Yeshai, and Yeshai had his rabbi, or his father. Which means that my words are not from my own wisdom, they're coming from tradition. Ultimately, all wisdom originates in the Creator of the world. That's what makes it wisdom. Wisdom is what the Creator is thinking, or what He says. So, in order to have real stamp wisdom it has to connect back to the Creator of the world. Good? That's what it means. Ben David. It means as smart as I am, as much as I gathered with wisdom, but you should know I'm Ben David. It comes from tradition. And then Melech Birushalayim. Melech Birushalayim means that I had experience. A Melech has a lot of experience with so many people in so many different situations. A lot of times wisdom, when it's just learned and gathered, it, if not applied, it doesn't, not how sometimes a guy can give you great wisdom, but because he doesn't have experience, he doesn't really understand what the problem was. He gave the right answer, but to the wrong question. Because he got a question, he understood it, but he didn't understand that the guy meant something else. Someone, usually when people come ask you a question, you have to read in between the lines to understand what the real question is. There are many times people don't want to say the real question or don't know how to say the real question. If you're not experienced, you may be able to answer what the guy asked you, but in reality you haven't helped him because it's not really what he was asking. It was then there are so many other factors that are behind what he's asking so that you need wisdom that you need experience so it says shlomo melech kohelet is what i do in my life i gather chokhmah i come ben david i have tradition and i am a melech which means i have experience and that's what makes me certified to share wisdom with you so before someone shares wisdom with you They have to have these qualities. That's Mishle and that's in Kohelet. By Shirim, like you said, where it's about emotion, where it's about bringing out your love, that much you don't need to have the same. When you need Emet, first you have to have Emet. Emet has to be based on the truth. And after you have Emet, you bring your emotions out. That he says, Shira Shirima asher Lish Lomo. Didn't have to give you all his background. Okay, gentlemen, have a beautiful day.